0: to 2 Samuel chapter 17 and verse 20. I, I only have a short amount of time, and that's okay. I'm just going to begin this word, and I'm going to continue in the next two services. And so if you just want to stay, great. <laughs> if not, that's all good. Stream online when you get home or catch up with our podcast. Um, and then I also encourage you to catch up with our podcast uh, from this Tuesday night's message or our Thanksgiving Eve service message. I it concluded a series that I would entitle appetite it talked about I am filled I am hungry and then the last one I threw a curveball and I said what uh, are should you be eating that and so uh, we talked about all those different little pieces so look in the month of November for those three messages because I want them to be in your spirit you need to have them they're very vital and this message couldn't be more important this message that I'm gonna share with you today is a continuation of of our DNA of who we are as a church and so this is a huge part and this series is entitled Bridge builders. And so I want you to write that down in your notes. Of course, all of you know I'm looking at church family here. We're an expressive church. We know how to say a good amen and we also know how to take good notes cuz we take what God is saying to us seriously. So make sure you take good notes. This is our Bridge Builders series and I'm going to conclude this series with all of you on December 22nd at Ardrey Auditorium. And so we're going to pack out the auditorium. We're going to have an incredible service. There's flyers maybe underneath you or near you Uh, but there's a little ticket don't just sit on it take it don't just leave it take it everybody say take it (laughs) take it home hand it out put it on the fridge Uh, make sure you share those we want everybody to be there but I I need you to be there you hear me church I need you to be there there are about seven or eight hundred people who call bridge church their home i need our core there that know how to get engaged with the holy spirit because i'm not just going to give you a cute little smiley message we're going to bring the fire of the holy spirit and celebrate the king of kings and the birth of our lord and savior jesus christ on christmas okay that's what it's all about we didn't come here for another cute nativity scene That will happen, but we are going there to make sure we encounter who God is and celebrate because the Bible, hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. This is one of the only times in scripture that the angels showed up and started praising and singing the moment they touched the earth. And this is a huge, monumental opportunity for us to understand why Christmas, not just who, why. And we're going to understand our part in Christmas, okay? We understand his part, but I want you to understand your part. So that's all leading up to the 22nd. I want to read the scripture to you, and I'm going to teach for just a few minutes, and then we're going to close and pray. Verse 17 says, Now when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David, and David heard of it and went down to the stronghold. Everybody say stronghold. The Philistines also went and deployed themselves in the valley of Rephim. And then so David inquired of the Lord. I want you to underline that. David inquired of the Lord saying, shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said, David, go up for I will doubtless deliver. Uh, this is how we would phrase it. I will doubtlessly give you the victory. That's how we would say that. Yeah. Doubtlessly I will deliver them those those Philistines into your hands so David went to Belperazim and David defeated them there and David said and David said this is what David said the Lord has broken through my enemies before me like the breakthrough of water therefore he called the name of the place Belperazim now I said Belperazim first but it wasn't known as that it's an ancient place in israel that was known but it wasn't known as belperazim until david and the name of this the the translation is owner or lord of the breakthrough i want you to write that down because somebody's going to get their breakthrough today somebody's going to get their breakthrough who knows who jesus is in your life and you're going to get breakthrough because bridge builders is our series and that is our responsibility our responsibility is to build the bridge. His responsibility is to be the breakthrough. He's the owner. He is the Lord of our victory. He's the Lord of our breakthrough. He's the Lord of our triumph and God has something fresh for you today and he's going to break through some of the hardest places in your life and get to you today and I believe it. If you believe it with all your heart, I want to pray with you. Lord, in Jesus name, breakthrough is coming. I'm not here to teach. I'm here to preach under the anointing of the Holy Spirit and where two or three are gathered in your name there you shall be and Lord we thank you that you are in the midst of us and we receive it we didn't come to church God Lord to just go through the motions and barely make it through the ice we got here to experience our King of Kings we came here to experience our Jehovah Jireh we came here to experience you the Lord of the breakthrough in Jesus name Oh, I think this is perfect that it's on this Sunday when we're all frozen. (laughs) When there's nothing but ice out there and and tons of snow. Amen? Amen. Because God has something incredible for you. Now, I've got to kind of go back. Everybody say, go back, preacher. So, at the beginning of the year, we started off and we talked about... In fact, Josh, if you'll just jump to the keys. Yeah, you already. You're with me, man. I'm sorry I even brought it up. I apologize. Micromanaging. (laughs) Shouldn't do it. So what, I, what we started off the year, if you don't remember, uh, we started off the year with one of my life messages that God put in my heart a long time ago, and it's barriers to bridges. And I started, I did a whole, I think, seven-week series on it, seven or eight-week series on barriers to bridges, on how to break strongholds down in your life. But now we're going to end the year not just having conquered, but now Building. Did you know the Bible says that you are more than conquerors for those who are in Christ Jesus? Why would he say that? Why would he say that you're more than conquerors? Isn't conquering enough? Isn't victory enough? Jesus didn't come just to beat Satan. He could do that without you. Jesus didn't just show up to beat death, hell, and the grave. Right? Right? Jesus showed up to not just be a conqueror, somebody's going to hear me, Jesus came to bridge the gap between creator and creation jesus showed up because he wanted to show you you're more than just some anybody can demo anybody can destroy anybody can have moments of victory and conquering but it's only those who are in christ jesus who are able to actually build something that will last and upon this rock i will build my church and the gates of hell cannot prevail against it and only on his government will it last for all eternity only through Jesus Christ are you able to build something that will last. You want to build a family that will last. You want to build a life from. That's why David said he helps me go from glory to glory. And oh, Bethan's going to help me preach. Go ahead, say it, bethan Say it, Bethan. Victory to victory. You're going to go from glory to glory, victory to victory. Now I, I'm going to just kind of touch again. Just in the uh, I've taught this before, but in one direction I'm going to teach a new direction today. The life of David. Okay, remember when David, this is, some of you are going to get a refresh. When David was a young man, he was a shepherd, right? And David killed his lion and his, oh, come on, y'all aren't that tired. Lion and the bear, thank you, Stacy. Lion and the bear. He killed the lion and the bear, and he was a shepherd, right? So then he moved on further to his life, and now he not only killed the lion and the bear, now he kills Goliath. And he kills Goliath and he becomes a great warrior. So now he's a great shepherd. Now he's a great warrior. And he kills Goliath and his four ugly brothers. And he cuts off their heads and hang, puts their heads on pikes on the four point corners of the kingdom. And he shows everybody I'm a giant killer. And so he says, I'm a warrior. In fact, they said Saul's killed his thousands. David killed his tens of thousands. And so David goes from just being a great shepherd now to being a great warrior. And then he goes from being a great warrior to being a great king. Because then David now, at this passage, we said, when they heard that David became the anointed king of Israel, the Philistines came to attack him. It's always when God is promoting you, another level, there's always another There's always another devil. There's always another level, another devil. But David did something very interesting. David did not go attack. David, who killed all the giants... David, who is the warrior of war, David, who just six verses before this went through Hezekiah's tunnel, came up through the tunnel, took the city over. And I mean, it was incredible victory. Still had all his warriors lost. Barely any men still had a full army could have easily. He knew the Philistines were coming. He knew right. They were in the valley, the low place. He was coming from the high place. It was an easy victory, but he didn't go attack. See, pride would say let's do this. I've got this. You know how good I am? But David became the king because he wasn't holding on to who he used to be and how great he was and the victories he had. David learned a principle. I've taught this before. If you're holding on to yesterday's glory, you can't grab a hold of today's victory. If you're constantly bragging about how good you used to be, you'll never see how great you can be. David if he was bragging about the lion and the bear and holding the skins on the battlefield they would have looked at him like a foolish child but he would have never had a hand to grab Goliath's head with and if he would have went over here he would have never had a hand to grab the crown with if he was holding all those heads you hear me? so you've heard that before I'm teaching you so I'm refreshing but I want to teach you today I want to teach you about the bridges How do you go from glory to glory to glory? How do you go from victory to victory to victory? How do I go like David, even though David was jacked up? He was a terrible father. He was an adulterer. He was a murderer. How do you go from, anybody else jacked up and need Jesus, right? Your life isn't perfect. See, I think that a lot of us in in Christianity, we think that I have to be perfect in order to have breakthrough, in order to have victory, in order to have blessing. But God will bless you even when you're messed up. In fact, he loves to bless your mess. So David, even though he was a mess, God continued to give him victory victory. But I want to teach you about the bridges that he built because we are going to bridge the gap. 2019 has been a banner year. We've grown by two to 300 people. And we have seen 750 men give their life to Jesus in our prison ministry. Come on, put your hands together. That means we are well over 1,000 people who gave their life to Jesus in 2019 right now as of today. Come on, put your hands together and shout it! give God some praise. Make everybody who's streaming right now think there's 2,000 people in here every time we clap. Because you know what? God has been tremendously faithful, but it's hard to teach a winning team how to keep winning. Because a winning team can be complacent about their wins of the past. Don't get complacent. I've taught winning teams. We went back-to-back under speed to state champions. And you have to, it's a lot of coaching. It's easy to coach a guy who's a team that's lost every game to win one game. <laughs> right? You're just begging for a victory. Any way you can get it. Right? The ump didn't see it. Nothing's going to happen. It's all right. You just keep playing, young man. We just, we want it. But when you're winning... Come on, am I talking to some winners, some champions? out? God's been good. God's been faithful. I want to help you bridge the gap of just going from, don't don't be complacent with just lions and bears. Where would we be if David would have said, this is good enough? Are you David? And even at the end of David's life, after he had done all of this, God still said, if you'd have asked for more David, I would have given it to you. Let that be a deep, sobering conviction in you. Where are you in your life? And have you settled for lions and bears, what I would call internal victories? Or have you settled for the giants in your life, your external victories? Or have you settled over here and still haven't gone greater than territorial victories? Because one of the victories that God has promised me is the entire state of Arizona and the entire prison system. And I will not stop until we get all of it. Because that is what God has called us to do. I don't want it just a giant. I will kill giants all day long till we're tired of killing giants. I want territorial victories where we don't win just little street corners and we don't win just little pockets of influence. We win it all. You are not a part of the losing team. You're a part of the kingdom. You're a part of a king who does not know how to fail. He does not know how to win he does not know how to lose. All he does is win, win, win <laughs> We win. We win. In the end, read the end, we win. But what does he do at the beginning? Oh, i got to be quick. What does he do at the beginning? At the beginning, he does this. At the beginning, right here, he develops a, a life of worship. I'm only going to be able to teach about the first bridge with you to this, in this first service. But he develops a life of worship. Did you know that there are 73 out of the 150 psalms that he wrote, there are 73 that are specific singing songs. And in those, there's over 100 that have prayers within that. David had laid some stones, some serious stones in his life. I want to ask you, what stones are you laying? What kind of stones are you laying in your life to build the bridge that you need into your life? In fact, I'm going to go a little bit further and give you another key into this. The bridge between disappointment and your destiny is one decision. The bridge between your uh, your disappointment and defeat to your dreams and your destiny is one strong decision away. You just need to make one. And David had built some strong decisions in his life. And one of them was the bridge of worship, the stones of worship, the stones. That's why he said, when it, when it came time and the Philistines came down, David's now king. He's got command of the whole army. He's in charge. He's the man. David doesn't say, all right, let's go. Well, of course, we're going to attack our enemy. How many have ever been threatened before? <laughs> let's take your mind there so I can help you see where David went. Did you say, hey, let's take a breather. All right? I ask you to go think, and then I'll come back and let you know if we're gonna fight. I'll be right back. Anybody? Nobody. Okay, great. David, this is what David did. David said, And he goes back and just a few verses before he had built a stronghold or a fort where King Tyre had built a house for him. And so now he has this fortress, which is now called the city of David. So David is rest. He goes back to his strong place. David goes back to the stones that he laid. David, how strong is your worship? How strong is the foundation of your prayer life? How strong? I know we got a Facebook life. I know we got an internet life. I know we got a sports life. I know we got a, a hunting life. Oh, I'm praying for all of our hunters right now who didn't come to church. But I'm, you know what? I'm telling you. How strong is your? How strong is that stone of worship? Do you worship when only a crowd is full? Do you worship when only everybody else is worshiping? Do you worship? Do you go back? Do you wait? Do you just attack the enemy right away when he comes against you and threatens you? Do you turn to him with your own answer, with your own words, and with your own opinion? Or do you turn back to the Lord and cross over that bridge called worship, and you have built and established a bridge of worship in your life to say, I'm only going to have victory over my internal victories of lions, and bears when i decide to worship when i decide to praise in fact i'm gonna write this down i need a phrase of praise in my life write it down i need a phrase of praise in my life everybody does when mary found out that she was going to have jesus she wrote an entire song every time david knew god it was good in his life he wrote a song Hark the herald, angels sing, glory to the newborn king. Do you have a phrase of praise in your life? That every time you come to church, that's where that old saying, God is good. All the time. And all the time, God is good. I had a brother that used to go to the church a long time ago when I was a kid. He always when we give testimony days. That was back in the day. We don't do that anymore because it's dangerous. So just hand the mic over to anybody. And he would come up there, and every, every time, he would sing the same song. He's the God of the mountain. He's the, and he was like this deep bellow. He's the God of the valley. Very vibrato. Valley. When things go wrong, he'll make them right. And he just sings this whole song. And he would sing the same song. He's the God of the mountain. He's the God of the valley. When things go wrong, he'll make them right. And he would say every, every time. As kids, we would just laugh our heads off. Now as an adult, I, I can see his phrase of praise. That no matter what he goes through, that no matter if it's good or if it's bad, he's got a song in his heart. To say every time I come to church, I don't care if you put words on the screen or not. I've got a phrase of praise in my life. And I know how to bridge the gap between where I was to where I'm going. Because I have built a bridge upon a stone of worship. And we need to build bridges. I'm going to pray and close with you. Stand with me, in fact. Sorry, first service. No, I'm not going to apologize. We had a great prayer time. Why would I do that? Holy Spirit, forgive me. We had a great altar time and a great time of prayer, but I want to pray for you, and we're going to be dismissed to allow some time. You know, we got traffic, and we got ice and snow, and I don't want any accidents or people suing the church, but I I want you, we're going to build some, every week and every service today, I'm going to talk about a specific bridge. You've got to build a specific bridge. We are not just going to say we're Bridge Church. We're not going to just say we're, oh, well, I'm just four. I have a lot of people who say, oh, I'm, oh we're really just focused on Flagstaff. No, you're not, because your actions speak louder than your words. Build a $35,000 dream court and tell me who's focused on Flagstaff. You know what? Better yet, reach the entire police department and tell me who's focused on Flagstaff. Who, who, I'll see where your heart and focus is when you put it into action. Because we're not called to just be a church. We're called to bridge the gap. We're called to be bridge builders. We're called to bridge. We're called to bridge. I'm not called to just focus on, well, if we just win Flagstaff, I'll settle for just a giant. I'll settle for just a lion and a bear. If we just reach one for the glory of Jesus, when Jesus would rebuke you and say, I came to save all that were lost. All. and that's what he's calling us to do will you be a bridge builder with us will you bridge the gap Lord, in Jesus' name, I thank you, God. We're going to close this message standing because we're receiving what you have for us. And we receive all that you have for us today. Bless us, God. Help us be challenged to build a bridge of worship in our life, a phrase of praise in our life, God, where we can bridge the gap this year. We can go from 2019 to 2020, from glory to glory, victory to victory, because we know how to lay stones of worship. In Jesus' name, everybody said? Amen. Let's give God some praise, Bridge Church.